Welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gents. From part one, we are part two. It is now actually 1429 or 1430, which is 2.30 in army time. Because remember I said we did it at, we started at one something, so we're back once more. For the first 40 minutes, we talk about Matthew chapter 6. Verse 25 to 34, but mainly on chapter 6, verse 33, which is the kingdom of God. And then we had to start also talking about Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 through 2. In regards to God's arm is not weak to save. He doesn't have an ear that's too deaf to hear. When you have your iniquities, your sins, he separated you from God. That's how he hides his face. He does not listen. But what I also forgot to add with that was that Isaiah was writing this towards the people of Israel because at a particular season, they had hidden their face from God. Meaning, actually they turned away from God. They started doing their own, get to their own sins, doing their own thing. So Isaiah was writing towards the people of Israel, letting them know, like, yo, your sins has caused God to not want to hear from you guys. So he has hidden his face. Because you guys didn't realize this during this time frame that Israel was on the verge to get in, taken over by King Nebuchadnezzar in the Babylonian Empire. Now, they're going to be snatched from them and um, be in exile for about 80 year so more than that so Isaiah was telling the people like yo I'm, I'm trying to put you guys up on game this is going to be happening and you know people Israel is just hard headed which some of us in today's age is hard headed as well which is why God has hide his face from certain people when you really are pricked in your heart by God to repent of your sin fully not on no bull crap, but being for real and truthful. Trust me when I say, God will forgive you and you'll be right back at right standing with him. Is the walk going to be perfect? No. But he will come and change up everything to what just happened. Crazy thing is, how much in your sin are you really in to which you don't want to hear from God? So let's continue. March 8, 2023, Everlasting Wednesdays, Colossians chapter 3, verses 5. Therefore, put to death what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. This comes from the Christian Standard Bible or CSB edition. Paul has written this to the Colossians or the Church of Colossae, to which they was a new upcoming Christian church. So, you guys don't know, the Christian religion has started from Jesus Christ, but Peter was the foundation um, put it in out. You read the book of Acts and see how the Christian church came to be. Paul, who was named Saul, but got his name changed to Paul, was more of 
Was he a Pharisee or a Sadducee? He was one of the two. But he was a persecutor of the church. So he will murk Christians, throw them in jail, kill them, stuff like that. God had to use somebody that was against him to write the most beautiful letters inside of the New Testament. So in Paul's ministry, he written this out to the Church of Colossae because they were still a new up-and-coming church inside the Christian faith, and they started to understand what it means to follow God. So when Paul was writing these letters, and when Paul read these letters, he read these letters, but he was in prison. Like I mentioned before, he was a murderer of Christians and things and throw him in prison. So basically, he's kind of going through the same issues and struggles that he did to the ones that he had persecuted against. When you read your word and you really stay in your word and the Holy Spirit, which we got himself, show you revelation and a whole lot of things, you see the Bible in a whole new light. So, when Paul read Colossians chapter 3, he let them know that if you are living in Christ, you have to put to death the old things of your earthly nature to which in this day and age is amplified way beyond in comparison. Social media has truly amplified it a lot. You see on, on social media a whole lot of sexual immorality. I already told you guys in part one that when I had the Samsung phone, the S23 Ultra I have right now, that I got caught up while I was searching social media sites on my phone, Twitter being especially one of them. And for you know us men that love different types of women, in their beauty and things, what has happened was that I had lost focus. And I had lost focus on the things which has happened because I was watching phone reviews on the S23 Ultra and be like everybody else, so caught up in the idolatry of, you heard me say correctly, the idolatry of. Oh, thank you, Father God, for blessing me with the phone that I asked for written down. But then I lost the focus on, dang, I'm so caught up in this and this and this and this and this and everything else. And I didn't see the bigger picture. That, and I remember what the Holy Spirit told me, I think which was coming, coming off from a fast as well, too. He was like, you could get back on Twitter, but be cautious. Not to fall back into your old ways. And that's like, yeah, Lord, you know, mm -hmm, yeah, okay, I hear you. Basically, I'm saying like, nah, whatever, I'm good. You know, we can we go ahead and fight off already. Um, fight enough, bro. <laughs> Reason why I'm stumbling in my words because Holy Spirit is like, mm -hmm, yeah, let me treat your words up a little bit, child. Because I told you, hardhead. <laughs> when you have a relationship with God. And you hear God talk to you in a very audible voice, rather mentally or through other people. You can let, you, the Lord will let you know when you're hard-headed and you need to have correction. And at that point, don't feel bad about it because it is a blessing. So, the Lord told me that, and I got caught up, and then I had a distance from God. I was like, yeah, we was hard-headed. We should have stayed off of Twitter, but we should have stayed off of Twitter because we was fasting from social media. Except for Instagram, because I have certain people that who has my phone number that I'm going to continue to say on wax, well, on streaming, <laughs> that they don't call a brother, but they still hit me up on Instagram like, yo, <clears throat> I'm not trying to be on social media like that. Twitter gets me in trouble a lot on my end with the Lord. 
like I said, so many beautiful women, you know, you be looking at different things or whatever, different posts. You see a woman that looks beautiful. And next thing you know, you're like, oh, let me go ahead and click on her, her profile. And, you know, nine to ten times most we got OnlyFans, but nobody trusts to from paying no OnlyFans. And I'm not dissing no woman that does an OnlyFans page because, like I said before in a pre- previous podcast, you don't know what somebody is going through in life to which they do certain things that ain't Christ-worthy. But it's like, you know what? You can't judge them on what it is that they do. Because some of you guys right now, whether it be men or women, if y'all was really some hardships, you'll probably be like, shoot, let me try this OnlyFans thing. Because if I can make more money doing this, I'm a... some of y'all will do that. Even some of y'all Christians will do that. Don't get the game twisted. And some of y'all will be like, no, I wouldn't know. If it got to the point where everything was crashing around y'all and God was listening to y'all, some of y'all will actually leave the faith and go to something like that. But that's all. That's a whole different topic for a whole different day. <laughs> it's a whole different topic for a whole different day. But the idolatry of the phone to where the honeymoon stage of, oh, the new phone we got had died down, which is a blessing. Because I'm like, cool, now the phone could be right back to being productive as it's supposed to be. I mean, it really was, but still, though, when you get caught up and you lose focus, you lose yourself. So Paul had written out to the Colossian church, put to death your earthly nature. We all still still we all still be dealing with sexual immorality. We still deal with impurity. We still deal with lust. We still deal with evil desire. We still deal with greed. We still with all of these things. Because we are still human. And if my Irish comes out, my black Irish comes out from particular words and things, so who cares? Everybody has an accent when it comes to different things. So what that? What do we need to do? We had to put to death these things. How you put to death these things? You stay in your word. You stay connected. You do as he said inside uh, Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek God first in his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek God first. Is it going to be perfect throughout your day? Will you Going through different situations? No. <laughs> it's not going to be perfect. You still probably will get caught up in your impurities. You still probably will get caught up in your sexual immorality. You still probably will get caught up in your lust and your evil desires. Heck, the fall of the garden had happened. Okay, so let me give you guys a breakdown of what I mean by put it to death that. The life of Adam and Eve. Which needs to be inside of the book of Genesis as well other parts of the book of Jasher. Which is very canonical to the Bible. Eve's account will happen in the garden. So, Uriel, the angel, Gabriel, Michael, all of them. They was actually watching Adam and Eve. Because even though they are God's creation, they have God's own heart. They were still different particular creatures. We are still different creatures. I was reading the revelation of Abraham. And everything, which is inside the Ethiopian um, 81 to 88 books of the full Bible and everything. Or as they say, from the Orthodox Church, whatever. But it was particular scripture verses up in there that actually will match up what Paul has said. That there is such thing as celestial and terrestrial bodies. Terrestrial, because you guys didn't realize, mean aliens. It's the word that we use. Which lets me know that... God 
well, he created humans, you know, he created other things as well, too. I mean, he created angels, and there are demons. And angels are not like the cherubim type of human-looking kind ones. The angels are, and I always get the analogy of particular Yu-Gi-Oh cars, like you got like the little wheel with a whole lot of eyes and things. There are different angels that God has created. If you read the Bible carefully, there are certain individuals that said that they seen sons of God and they shone bright and look like a man. And there are some people that said they seen angels and they said they countenance or their appearance was so scary looking that they fell on their face. And the crazy thing is like, why are they scary looking? Because what people have paint to perceive, they think that, oh, all angels look like humans. Nah. It could be an angel that has an eyeball and an arm coming through the eye and like, yes, I'm a messenger of God. Like, what the heck? You look like an abomination. But what look like an abomination to us is something created by God. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, and we can't fully grasp God's mind in just everything that he creates. So... But I was like, where is say alien in the Bible? There are some translations that does say the word alien. I kid you not. For those of you who read the King James, might want to look into that. But afar from that, there are terrestrial bodies, which means alienotic. To which, you know, our government out here in the United States of America is hiding information about they have no contact with aliens. Why the heck you think we got these cell phones and things of that nature? You think that some random human just said, I just want to create a cell phone and create a magical screen to where you can press buttons on your screen to where you can use a stylus on your screen to do certain things and you pay dang near a rent note for the phone, which would be $1,300 or whatever, just to have a few part of memory to... Have a whole lot of information that goes through a invisible wavelength that goes through our bodies daily. The reason why the world's messed up in the first place, to where we don't fully understand as to what's really happening, to where the bigger picture of things, you're like, okay, since all this is happening, yada, 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 I can't fully comprehend what the heck is going on because my perception is off. Because I'll let my idolatry of different things get in the way of what's happening. Or not understanding that most of the technology is that we have is more alienotic than it is human. So, to get back on topic and track. Life of Adam and Eve. The reason why I mentioned Life of Adam and Eve. The reason why I mentioned Life of Abraham. I mean, the Revelation of Abraham, because Revelation of Abraham falls in Jasher of Abraham trying to understand who God is. So, actually, before I go to life of enemy, let me go to Revelation of Abraham, what I have read this week, and I see why God had me to read a little bit of the chapters. Um, the Revelation of Abraham will be like in the early parts of Genesis, per se, if you want to fit it up in there. So, basically, Abraham's father, Terah, had created some false ideologies. He created some false gods, false deities. And so Abraham, in his young age, actually right around my age, he was 33 or age 30-something, when he was looking at his father's little deities, statues, and 
he was helping his dad, you know, put one of the deities up. And the head came off. So when the head came off, he told his pops. And his pops, you know, was like, oh, it's alcohol. I'm going to go ahead and create a new head. So his dad created a new head for the statue, wherever the deity was called, and placed it on top. So Abraham was looking like, and I mean, I mean Abraham, I mean Father Abraham, and many sons, and many sons, son, Father Abraham had. <laughs> so Abraham, the father of Israel, Isaac and Jacob, but the whole nation of Israel came through Abraham, who he's part of Noah's son, Shem line. Shem's line of Noah's sons is the one that has the Israelites. So. We can, we're going to dig deeper with Brother Manny. Actually, we're going to dig deeper in mostly this podcast with understanding the scriptures on a whole different level from the Apocalypse books towards this. And I see the Lord will have me, by His grace, use me and other folks to speak more on that. And so I'm, I'm down with it because the Apocalypse books, it gets you a better understanding of the Bible. To where if most of the churches actually has said that these are canonical, a whole lot of folks will actually come more towards the faith and really understand who God really is because it's much more deeper than what it is. So, to get this anonymous um, story and everything, because I still need to finish it up. Inside Jasher, there's a scene where Abraham literally laughs at his dad because of the false deities that his father had created. He told his pops, he's like, yo, he's like, he's like, these guys are nothing but just wood, particular rocks and things. He's like that. How can they serve you if you serving them? Because you have to fix their heads and their bodies and you chiseling them out and everything else like that. Like, why are you worship, worshiping idols? That doesn't talk back. They don't eat. They just stare. And everything. Like why is that? God killed Abraham's father. Because of that as well too. Of having them particular statues. And everything. I kid you not. Like he's like you know what. I'm going to murk this fool. Bam. Actually God has sent a different particular angel messenger to do that. It is written inside the revelation of Abraham. It's crazy. But there's been many times. Um, I think was it Elijah? I think it may have been Elijah or Elisha, one of the two. Or Elijah Elijah or Elijah. One of the two where where he mocks the followers of Dagon or the followers of Baal, one of the false deities that most folks still worship to say. And they was cutting themselves and everything. And whatnot. That's a particular time in Israel when this had happened. And the, that's right. God of Dagon, if I'm not mistaken. And particular individuals, the followers were cutting arms, praying to Dagon. You know, because Elijah, I think it was Elijah, if I'm not mistaken. If not, then my most humble apologies. I'll get back to my word and take a look at it and let you guys know. Anyways, particular guys that's cutting themselves and praying to a false deity. I give you guys a better example. You take a look at other religions out there in India and other places. Those that follow Shiva and those particular gods and Buddha. 
and they follow a statue and a statue doesn't move or do anything but you worshiping something that's not there or how some folks do with the prophet muhammad towards the like they said prophet muhammad was jesus uh no because the way that nah. <laughs> to my muslim individuals i know y'all gonna be like ah you try to talk about our religion it's a misconception that you guys have I heard that the Prophet Muhammad had got spoken to by an angel inside of a cave that was pitch black and an angel of light came to him. You got to remember, Satan also comes as an angel of light. This jumps right now into the life of the life of Adam and Eve in the garden. Transfer him right back over there. You guys might be wondering, so Elijah and the prophets, well, the false ideology prophets that they got up with them. They got burned up in the fire when Elijah did his thing and talked to God and said, you know what? God, show him who you really are. And he did. Took up the burnt offering. The ones that was doing the false ideologies that they got whatever, they got burnt up on the side. And then the rest of them Elijah was like, yeah, to the soldiers and everything, because some of y'all in the Israelites, y'all forgot who God was. Uh, Murkies of the fools, and they did. Took the ones that followed the false de deities, marked them out. So, with the life of Adam and Eve, going right back to the garden, less had came first, then sin had came. So, since we were creatures, and it's, you know, and guys like, how you jump right back to this? Because that's how about the terrestrial bodies. So, what the life of Adam and Eve? That's what happened inside the garden. The angels had a set time to where they was watching the tree of life, making sure that Adam and Eve did not get nowhere near it, and that they was doing their work. The work that they was doing, because Adam have gave Eve a job, and that was, hey, you tend the female Adamos, and Adam was tending the male animals. So inside of Eve's account, the garden is not no small garden. It's actually big. So if you look at the Euphrates River, up like this. If you look in the book of Genesis, it actually map out where the garden of Eden actually is at. You kind of get a glimpse. Euphrates Rivers right now is drying up. But Euphrates Rivers and some other places, which is still here on this earth to this day, is actually mapped out. So you can see it as to how big the garden was. Eve was right next to where the tree of knowledge of evil was at. And Adam was on another part of the garden tending the male animals where Eve was tending the female animals. So what happened was the angels that was guarding the tree, they had left because there was a set time that they went to go worship God. So they went to go worship God. Now, Satan, a.k.a. Lucifer, the enemy, he still had access to the garden. So he rolled up. He rolled up on the serpent, which he knows as a snake. But here's the thing. If you know what Chinese mythology and some other mythologies and everything, they worship the dragon. So here's the thing. If you pay attention to the book of Genesis, what God tells the snake for this, you will lose your legs and your arms or your limbs, and you will crawl on your belly for the rest of your life. 
That's because before the snake was a snake, the snake was actually a dragon. Why do you think most of these stories and these television shows and everything else that we watch nowadays always talks more about dragons? Mythical dragons. Which if you look at a dragon and a snake, they're the same thing. The only thing is, dragon has arms, has legs, and it has wings. It was a very... I don't want to say mythological, mythical creature, but it was more of a creature that had wisdom. You take a look at some of these other false deity world religions to which they still worship the dragon or the Chinese zodiac sign, which in October is the dragon for most folks. We're now in Year of the Rabbits. There are folks that are Year of the Dragon, and the dragon... Or even like Dragon Ball C, with the you know about Shimron the Dragon Dragon Ball C, who was one of the wisest dragons that grant the wishes, whoever brought the seven Dragon Balls and things of that nature. You guys get what I'm saying? So most of these things, of these false ideologies and folks that was worshiping the dragon and stuff like that, they still do that to this day and age. The dragon was the one that Satan had convinced to tell. Eve. They call it a serpent, but you gotta remember, serpent has different names. So the dragon, before it became the snake, was the one that tripped up Eve because here's the thing, Satan has spoke through the dragon to speak to Eve, to trip her up. For when Eve went to go bid the forbidden fruit, guess what happened? She lost her clothes of righteousness that we mentioned earlier in part one of the podcast. So since she lost her clothes of righteousness and realized that she was butt naked at different things, it would put like this. It's deeper than her just knowing that she was naked. I would say, by God's grace, that the nakedness is more her losing her innocence of being righteous with God. Because when she lost her innocence, she now have realize was the earthly natures, which is sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed. Adam, on his deathbed, because the life of Adam and Eve is Eve's account, her telling the descendants that Adam and Eve had had while Adam was on his deathbed, and then Eve had passed after him. And Eve was telling the descendants, this is what happened in the garden. Do not make the same mistakes that me and your father had did. Because we screwed it up for the human race. And she was basically telling them, this is how I felt. This is how I lost my clothes of righteousness. This is how I lost my righteous standing with God. This is how your father lost his righteous standing. Because Adam was on his deathbed, he literally asked that one of the angels, Hey, can I go back to the garden to get the fruit that was so tasty because I missed the taste of it? God told Adam straight up, you could get the fruit at the great revelation, meaning when God comes back. Because at that point, the fruit would probably have been purified to where he's able to eat it. And not what it was in the beginning where Adam decided, However, he was persuaded by his wife. I'm 
going to take part of this fruit. Since my eyes is now open to see the evil desires of my heart that the enemy has poisoned through this fruit to bring it to the world. So we won't be like God. And guess what? I lost my righteousness with the Most High. And now I love my evil desires. Because when Adam was on his deathbed, he literally told Eve and he told Seth, Hey, go to the garden. Ask one of the angels, can they bring me the fruit that I had tasted? Because I want that taste. Basically, what Adam was saying, that's what most of you guys are doing right now. God, if I have more money, I'll be able to do this and do that. Not knowing that deep within our hearts, if we have more money, we will turn away from God. That's the reason why God doesn't give us more money or more resources or certain things. Because he knows we will turn away from him as soon as we get it. I just gave you guys a perfect example. Once again, I got the new S23 Ultra phone. But I left my righteousness behind because I have fallen to my earthly desires. Which was impurity. Lust. Wasn't well, much more of evil desire, but I was putting this phone over God more than anything else. <sighs> Waking up to see what kind of messages I got. Almost falling back to my old ways. And I'm like, yo. And even fuck this, because we also got dark spirits within us as well, too. So even the other side was like, yo, we know that we can trip you up, but um, bruh, you about to get us in trouble more so because. The Holy Spirit, God, is telling you, you need to talk to him. We're telling you, you need to talk to him as well, too. So we don't be tripping you up. When you have your other side telling you that, that lets you know you've fallen way off the marker. So with that, I had to get myself back into right standing with God. Because I was following against my own earthly nature. I was biting my own forbidden fruit that God told me not to, not to take part of. But I took part of it. Because I got the blessing. But the blessing wasn't being a blessing, it was being a curse. Because I fell off the wayside. I let my evil desire of my heart come through. Get me caught up in less than different things. Less than at the particular women that had particular demons within them. And I know about spiritual soul ties. So I'm feeling part of these soul ties. And you know, having a woman that does love me, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, yada, 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 and like, why am I spirit feeling this way by this person, and why am I spirit feeling this way about this situation, this and this and this, and that's because, hey, bro, you done went after the evil desire, you went after the sexual immorality, you went after the impurity, the less of the heart, the mind, the soul, and a different particular spirit. So that's why each and every day we have to put to death our earthly nature. For those of y'all that be super horny, you know, I gotta masturbate to get this nut off for men and women. You know, so I can feel much more better because of the stress. That stress, the stress. You need to do is turn to God and ask God to help you out. If you slip up, repent of your sin. Do know God will hold back from you certain things that He wants to do with you so you continue to learn. Some of y'all are so afraid of being disciplined by God that you don't even continue to live the life. Be disciplined by the Most High. 
learn from it, grow. Because I guarantee you, the testimonies I'm giving you from what I went through, it's the same thing that you probably could relate to. Jesus spoke in parables. He would have us speaking different testimonial type stories. So with that, ladies and gents, don't ever feel bad about going through a certain situation. Turn back and right center with God. And most definitely, he will get you back on the right track. Just got to be open and transparent with him. Which comes with this. March 9th, 2023, Amazing Thursdays, Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Christian Standard Bible Edition, CSB Edition. So when you are going through your times and trials and tribulations and things, you're going through your afflictions and whatnot, Just be patient with what it is that you're going through. Understand that God is still working things out. Rejoice and hope in all situations, including those that seem dire or bad or just, you know, things you can't comprehend. Be persistent in prayer at all times. Even when you feel like as if God is not doing anything, he is. God is working, always working behind the scenes. So I mentioned earlier in part one of the podcast, we may not see what God is doing most of the time, but at different time frames, he's doing a whole lot behind the scenes. There's a situation right now that's going on. I'm staying in prayer about I'm not gonna mention on this pocket. I was, but I'm not gonna mention what it is. For a security of particular individuals that I know. But we're staying in hope and keeping the faith in prayer. That one of the prominent family members continues to pull through. Is it easy? Trusting in God in situations like this? No, it's not. But when you know that God can do miracles, that God can do the impossible. And it's sometimes the folks that be in a coma might be on a different journey talking with God. So don't get the game twisted. God will talk to folks in different ways. And sometimes maybe in a way to which may seem dire to us, but to him, it's like, nah. So it's a doorway for folks to actually see the other side and for God to speak to them. And forgot to let them know, like, yeah, either it's your time to come home or let me let you know what's up. I need to get your attention this other way. So I have you come back to the earth and being focused. You have a testimony to give towards the people. God used different things for different assignments with different individuals. For this particular individual, we have to hope in prayer by God. Love and grace. They pull through. But we got to keep the hope. Be patient in affliction. The pain and everything that everybody's feeling. We got to be patient in what God is doing. And stay in prayer. Stay in prayer. Stay in prayer. That is the hardest thing for most folks. 
when you look at a certain situation that doesn't seem like anything is happening, let us stay in a prayer. Take it from me, whether it be good or bad times, stay in prayer because that is the thing that will keep you from losing your natural complete mind, going the complete opposite and doing the things that God will tell you not to be doing. And most folks will go right back to the old ways as opposed to staying in line with God because it's easy to fall to the dark side than it is to stay in the light. I'd rather stay in the light than to be back in my earthly nature and be getting caught up and then have God's wrath, which is much more dangerous than anything else, come upon my life. To which either will break me to go back to him or will break me to go deeply to the other side. It may be the complete opposite to which is we speaking inside this podcast. That goes to anybody. So stay in prayer constantly. Even if it seems like as if nothing is moving. Do know that God is moving behind the scenes. Even if you don't see it. Stay in prayer. And so for the last message for today, for Fridays, folks, March 10, 2023, Great for Fridays, which by God's grace, was watching um, one of the sermons today on this Sunday. God had me type this out and everything. It was from Pastor Michael Todd, Transformation Church of his Easy Money series. Now, talk about easy money, he talked about the biblical principles of finances and things. To which you guys can't find in the Bible because Jesus does talk about money. God talks about it as well too inside the word. He talks about the kingdom principles of it. And Jesus talked about the kingdom principles of it. So you ever know about the story of the talents. Uh, the three different gentlemen. That there was a particular businessman. He went on the trip. He gave a certain he get the same amount to three different individuals. Two of the individuals had a festive funds and two different things. One had duplicated, other one had duplicated through doing a different business transaction. Other one had duplicated the investments. There was one individual that had a talent. Talent at this point in time, not talk about gifts and everything. I'm talking about what the money was actually called. He had it. He buried his talent in the earth. Basically, he buried it in the ground. His master came back to his master. Amen. I know you're a busy man and yada, yada, yada. So the money you gave me, I put it in the ground, hit it here. He was like, you idiot. If you had put this into the bank, I would have got compound interest on it. But since you had done this thing, I'm going to take your talent away. I'm going to give it to the person that's been working towards striving on building up the kingdom, building up their talents, building up their gifts. Now we can go into the other translation of what that means. Build it up what it is I call folks to do. And I'm going to give them the talent that you should have been doing. And since you have done this evil thing of putting my talent, putting this on the ground, you're going to go to the other darkness which is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Meaning, for those that have passed on and God has blessed you with many gifts of talents to bless the world with, and you don't use what God has given you to do. And you died and you at the judgment throne. And God is like, 
let me show you your life. Let me show you the life that I was going to give to you. And he shows you the life that he was going to give to you. And you, and um, you know what? That's what I'm saying right now. It's like I said, part one podcast. Somebody right now is actually being judged about that. And somebody right now is actually begging God. Can I go back to do the things you had called me to do? Because I didn't see it. That goes for folks who, for folks who are Christian, they probably had to live out their life, and God's like, you know, well done, a good and faithful servant. You can come and rest, but just know that they ain't not gonna fully rest because God does said that we will still be working in His kingdom, so it's still work to be done. But there are folks who don't not following Christ, and God's like, my child, I sent you different messengers. To let you know who I am. You disregarded them. Had you listened to them. Your life could have been totally different than what it was. You didn't, you didn't have to go through all that crazy drama and stuff like that. You could have just came to me. But since you didn't want to come to me. Guess what? This was this is what your life could have looked like. This is what your life could have looked like. This is what I had offered you for the table. But since you want to do your own thing. And you want to pursue your own thing. And you want to be blah 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 blah. Guess what? I'm sorry. And since this is what you want to do, guess what? This is your life. And um, I can't send you back to live that life because you didn't do what you're supposed to call, what we, what I call you to do. So you missed out. Sorry. And since you don't know who I am or you just put my name, you know, get my name in your mouth and just... Basically, cuss me out and everything, saying, F God and this and this and this. Guess what? I got a place for you. <laughs> it's called hell. I don't want to send none of my kids my, you know, nobody there. Nobody that's human. I don't want to send none of y'all there, but I'm sorry. I have a standard here in the kingdom. I have a requirement here in my kingdom. And I cannot have impurity in my kingdom. I'm not talking about myself, I'm talking about God saying this is why right now. Because God's righteous God. He has allowed impurity into his kingdom. So anything that's impure goes to the fire. You know, when you're cooking something, you try to burn off the impurities of something, or for those that would cook meat. You know that we get meat from a particular animal. It's raw because you can't eat raw meat. That is actually a requirement of not to eat raw meat or anything that has blood in it. It's inside the book of Leviticus for those that want to know. Um, There's a reason why because there is life in blood, which there is. You want to know why you feel some type of way, why you feel sluggish or, you know, why is it the folks eat certain animals that have blood in it and why they feel some type of way because there is still life within blood okay I'm going to trip your minds up like I did last Friday and I'm going to say it again so since God does not allow impurity to his heaven and since most folks don't use their talents correctly to do the things that God has called us to do. I want to let you guys know this. Before we go into. Friday's post. And before the end of this message. 
Get a mental image of your body. Now, get a microscopic image as to if you are able to use God's telescope to actually look at all of the cells and membranes within your body. But you look at the cells within the cells, within the cells, within the cells. You get what I'm saying? Because there's other cells that have different bodies that have different cells on their bodies that have different cells on their bodies. You get what I'm saying? What you see on the outer is way deeper when in the inside. Meaning that we read Paul's approach on different things. He talked about the different members of the body. We think it is just, you know, the teeth, the eyes, the ears, the mouth, the nose, the tongue, the toes, the fingernails, stuff like that. It's deeper than that. When God created Adam, of course, created from dust and flesh and everything. But you got to remember, even dirt and dust have different cellular properties, other minuscule life forms that God's created within that that has created different things. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust that we are. But if you take a look at it, and that's the reason why I said before multiple times, you take a look at it from an alienotic point of view of an alienotic telescope. You know, if God has created something that's way much more, probably something, probably some other creatures that's way much more intelligent than we are. We know angels are. So God has created other alien life forms that are intelligent than us. Hey, we can't say nothing more than that. So let's imagine that we're able to get in contact with certain aliens and they have certain technology that by God's grace, they created on their avenue that's way much more offensive to the crap we have here on Earth. And let's say we're able to see every cell membrane, the definitive killing, because you know it's Way more than billion and trillions of its other words. Let's say collinions of whatever membranes we have in our body. From all the cells that also got other cells within them. That's a couple trillion or whatever different entities that makes up our outer skeleton and our outer being that you see in the flesh. So when you think about that and the complexity of how we've been created and different things and we worrying about other stuff, not seeking God's kingdom, not living our kingdom purpose, it makes you think like, okay, we're not living our kingdom purpose. So if that's the case, then why in the world do we worry about so much crap inside this world? Where God has created different things at a different complexity type level. And that's because we lose focus. Because we let the enemy and the things of this world get the best of us. To the point where we don't pay attention to what's really going on. And that's why we got so much chaos and problems and issues and things. Because we don't pay attention to what it is that God is trying to show us or what God is doing. So we lose focus. And we lose focus and lose time. Guess what? We get off the track and get off the wayside.
And then we don't realize that God has created a higher purpose within all of us to do great things. So my question to you guys this week is to really understand what your purpose is. To really ask God to show you the bigger picture, bigger spectrum of what's really going on behind the scenes. And for today's, well, for Friday's post, March 10th, 2023. Grateful Fridays. If we follow God and his principles, then most death, the faith walk will be not just easy, but way beyond blessings. I mentioned earlier that blessings is way more than just financial gain and material things. It really is. God has had me on a journey since the pandemic. Since I told God, and it's going to be three years in April when the pandemic had left. So, as you guys know right now, during the pandemic was at the height in April. Late April 24, going 25th, I was let go as a supervisor for a particular job at Terminal 4 American Airlines, LAX, for a cleaning company called Gestry. Do you guys go? That's who I used to work with, work for. Back there, but I'm with a different company at Tom Bradley. It's a national airport in this particular season. But for that season, 2020, I remember talking to God. It was my ninth year working at LAX because I came back in October 22nd of 2019 after leaving during the summer of June 2019 in my eight and a half years of being at LAX. So right around nine and a half year and everything. Uh, remember talking about God because I was walking from Terminal 5. No, for 24 to Terminal 5. This is where they was having more construction, which they are still having and everything um, over there by Terminal 4 to NT5. So I was talking with God, let him know like, yeah, Pops, you know, I'm done with doing this and everything. I want to do something else greater, yada, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. And I remember telling the Lord, I said, if you have, I said, if you let me go tonight, not working anymore. I will spend more time in your word than what I had done before because I will be reading my U version Bible app stuff. But I'll just take a quick glance at it, not really be indulged in the word with God. It's like, okay, cool. We read our daily Bible thingy. We good. Let me get back on Instagram, Twitter, and I have Facebook at the time, Snapchat, whatever, do my own thing, yada, yada, yada. So, and a butterfly flew right past by, a white messenger. <laughs> a white butterfly flew past by. So what I'm saying is the truth. That's how I got down. My relationship with God, because I've been a Christian since the age of seven. But my walk with Christ has not been perfect. And let me let y'all niggas know. Oops, excuse my language. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's South Central that came out. And so you're on the white like, oh my goodness, he said the N-word. Told you, your boy, not a perfect Christian. <laughs> you see what I mean? You <laughs> still got flaws, ladies and gents. But afar from that, though, on the rails, I remember talking to God saying, man, if you let me go from here, I will spend more time with you. So he kept me on my word. He said, okay. He said, bet. 
That same evening, after I did that, I got a call from one of my supervisors who became manager. He was like, Q, come to the office, man. I'm going to let you go. He was crying because I was one of the supervisors that actually, when I got things done, got things done. Whenever operation uh, what we had of my coworkers that I had worked with and everything, we had fun. And I appreciate all of them. They ever hear this podcast, look, you know, wherever they are, they all were appreciate all the leads, all the workers, the other individuals, everybody was all appreciated. Seriously, they really were. I had fun compared to where I'm working at now, where it's like, what in the hell done happened here? <laughs> like, like it literally did a different a 360 switch. Um, and I'm like this, I'm not a supervisor at the other job I'm at. I'm really not. I'm really not. What I am is a regular agent, but even still, dealing with certain supervisors at this other job, I'm like, ooh, Jesus. <laughs> These young 27-something-year-old women? <laughs> like, bruh, <laughs> they about to have me lose my character around them when they smart behind my house. But that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. Afar from that, though, and everything else, when I left, during the pandemic, I didn't really start getting more deeper to my word. Not till like around August of 2020. Because during April and May, that summertime, you guys remember the Joyce Floyd situation, all that type of stuff. I was really going through a whole lot of different darkness in my heart when it came to relationships and just everything else that wasn't Christ-like and stuff like that. Just going through a lot of crazy things during that season. So August of 2020, and I have it written down in different books. I started get right back to listen to Pastor Rick. That's one. Pastor Rick Warren of Saddleback Church. Listen to his sermons that he did before. And then what I did was in my Version Bible app, what I had did was that I start writing down scriptures instead of my book that the Holy Spirit would speak to me through. This is why you guys hear me talk about it right now inside of the podcast. The podcast changed up back in 2021, hit a tourist around the summertime. Because I was talking to the Lord, I was like, you know what? I know we call this Business My Lear podcast, but I said, I want to do this more for God. And speaking His truth. Do the podcast as opposed to saying, yeah, y'all, will you start your business up and this and this and this because business always changes. And if it's not kingdom principles for the Bible from God, then it doesn't mean anything. Then my words is just words. It's just, as Paul says, and me being a music producer, a clinging symbol. It's just making a whole lot of noise. You guys not get edified by anything. Which is why I love doing the way I'm doing right now. Speaking God's truth to you guys from my point of view. My perspective by God's grace. Because most folks not going to want to hear the message from other pastors of things. I don't call myself a pastor. And there's been folks that can call me that. And I kind of see God kind of lead me towards doing that. And I'm being very cautious. Because I'm like, Dad, you know, your boy ain't perfect. I still got flaws. And here's the thing. Told to my bro many. God used the foolish individuals and the ones who are not perfect to actually spread his word to the people. Why? Because why use somebody who's perfect 
that they go be in a pride anyways and try to get folks to know who God is. And they're not going to want to pay attention to that person because of their prideful appearance. Well, suppose he can have somebody that's broken, use them to get with other broken people to bring them to Christ. God is very strategic on how he does things. So if God's coming to my calling to doing this type of type of speaking and preaching to you guys. Guess what? I'm going to do my best to walk into it. I said, I want to do it. But the Holy Spirit is pushing me like, nah, you need to go ahead and do that in everything. You need to do your talent or I will snatch your talent up against somebody else. And then once you get here in the judgment seat, I'm about to be like, child, you was on the right track. What happened? I can't say nothing after that. I'd be like, you know, I just did my own thing. Just did my own thing because I let fear come in. So here's the thing. When we follow God and his principles... What he's called us to do, the faith walk will be much more easier to do. Or I say this Christian walk. The reason why I call it faith walk because it does take faith to follow Christ. It is not easy. Back during the pandemic where I really started getting to my word and everything, I started getting to my word more. And I will say this, like I said, I've been a Christian for a long time. Well, shout out to Pastor Michael Todd at Transformation Church. I know some folks give him a whole lot of flack at different things. Me him around, me him around the same age group. He's a year older than I am. The dude is highly anointed by God. That is the truth. And I'm not putting him higher above God or anything else like that. No, 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 no. He truly is anointed by God. Because whether you realize or not, what you guys see on the outside, <laughs> you'll know we're dealing with the inside. Because me and him got very similarities. Both music producers and deal with certain things. I'm like, yo... If this ain't my twin in Christ, but his walk is different than mine, it's at a different level, I'm cool with that. But here's the thing. His relationship goal series is what um, had got me to kind of get more closer to God. Because I was like on a youth version Bible, who is this smiling? I'm going to be for real. I say like this. I was like, who is this smiling nigga on this thing? That got this teeth, brother man teeth, whatever. Whoa. Did his lesson, started watching his videos, and it was this relationship goal series that actually had got me connected to. Like, whoa, let me hear what the Holy Spirit is saying through him. Key thing I said, let me hear what the Holy Spirit is saying through him. Once I started listening to his messages or watching their church, I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, all right. And then once he started having other guest pastors that come to the church and they started speaking different things I'm going through, I'm like, yo, that right there got my faith much more closer to God. To which I have, God has used me to speak to other people before of different things. But now more than ever, it's on a whole different level. And I'm grateful for that. So when you follow God and his principles to the best of your abilities, trust me, the faith walk is a blessing. It's beyond a blessing. It, it, it's extravagant. Is it going to be perfect in many times? No. You're going to go through some hardships and different things in life. That's, that's, that's the testing of your faith. God has to test you to get you towards the next level. So when God is testing you, don't ever feel as if you are going to fall and crash. God is testing you. He needs us to be at a higher elevation. We cannot stay at the same way we've been. We got to grow. So when God's pushing you and having certain things to leave you, guess what? Don't feel bad about it. That's just God saying it's time to level up. If you guys have enjoyed today's podcast, you'll highly appreciate it. I have fun doing part one, part two. Almost been a part three. But 
by God's grace, next Friday, we're going to have some dope things to talk about. So stay tuned. With that, enjoy your weekend. Keep God first and above all else. I'll catch you guys next time. One love. Peace out. Deuces.